and let me know when you're recording. And then we'll do yeah, some sort of... Okay. Um, so let's some, do some sort of countdown. So I can count back from five, and then you can just join in, and we'll try and count at the same time. Sound good? Sure. All right. Five, four, four, three, three, two, two. Wait, wait, wait. Three, two, one. I don't know. There's got to be something there to work uh, with. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's hope. I don't know. I feel like the, these are different every time and awkward. We should probably standardize them somehow. Yeah. What Paul and I, so Paul and I have a, which I'm seeing now that you guys did the last podcast together. So um, it's kind of funny, but um, what Paul and I usually do is we'll count back yeah. from five and then I'll just kind of join in at four, but we try and say the numbers at the exact same time. Um, we're actually playing around with a few things in replacement of that, but that's how we've just, how we've done it in the past. Ah. I see. So I guess we should start. Yeah. So assuming that we've got the sync in place, I guess let's just kind of introduce ourselves. Uh, I know that you did the last podcast, but for anybody that didn't, hasn't listened to that yet, we can start there. Yeah. And it'll be, there'll be one coming out between this one and, and the previous one with a different yeah. host. What episode is this actually? Is this four? This is going to be four of the okay. season two. Okay. Got it. Three is just still in the editing process. So what's your name? Uh, where are you from? What do you do? I'm a student in North Carolina. Okay. Uh, you are the other half of Thinkularity? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Um, so my name is Gil. Um, I was in the first season of uh, Two Tim's Talking, and that's how Paul and I met, actually. Um, it just so happened that we were he was moving to this city that I was living in, in Louisville, Kentucky. So we, you know, I guess we had fun doing that. Uh, we talked a little bit more, and we ended up starting our own podcast called Thinkularity, which has been a lot of fun. I think we're recording episode 15 tomorrow. So, you know, we're still going, and it's it's a lot of fun. I think we're um, getting better and better at it. But since then, I've moved to Seattle, Washington. I'm working at Amazon and doing the podcast. So that's kind of what I'm up mm. to. What are you doing for Amazon? Yeah, so Amazon, I am a product manager for a team called um, People Technology Group. So what we do is we build products for people that work at Amazon, try and make things as efficient and productive as possible for all of the employees, making sure they have the tools that they need and that the tools that they are using work as best they can to kind of facilitate that. So I am hmm. on the time and attendance team. So I'm building lots of stuff around or like products around um, just making sure everybody's getting paid correctly and um, things like that. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, and then before that, I was doing advertising work um, at a, several different agencies in Cincinnati, Ohio, and in, then in Louisville, Kentucky. What are you studying in school? Electronic media and broadcasting. Oh, cool. So but broadcasting. So what sort of thing do you want to get into? Ideally, something in TV, but I should also be able to work in radio or any number of yeah, things. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So have you listened to episode 107 of Hello Internet? Yes. Okay. So who is on the left and who is on the right? Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you this too. So I always imagine uh, Gray on the left and, and Brady on the right, although it, like they mentioned it, it is mono, so it's kind of the same, but I always imagine Gray on the left. How about you? Well, I mean, yes, I agree with you, but I never really thought about it until they mentioned it. Like, yeah. it wasn't a thing that I was like, oh, I always imagined him on the left and him on the right. It was like, I just never even, it never even crossed my mind. But as soon as they said something, I was like, well, of course, Gray's on the left and Brady's yeah, on the right. Same here. Like, the, it just, it just made sense. Like, I had never thought of this, but this is what I think. Because yeah, at first I was like, you know, I guess the same exact thing. Like, um, I don't, I don't notice. I don't think either of them and i was like and i thought about it a little bit okay like yes gray's definitely on the left for for whatever reason yeah that seems to be the the popular response oh, as really? well i wonder why that is i guess we see uh, things from left to right and maybe the people that are more drawn to hello internet are because you know they're both very unique personalities but gray probably more so um so maybe that's why i wonder what people think at, we'll see like at the end of this episode who people think are at the left or right of this episode oh, or yeah, like, between between the two of yeah. us <laughs> that's interesting i should listen back to some of the other two teams talking and see if i yeah I get that impression from i'll listen anyone. back to the one so I, I i listened to i think most of if not all of the episode with you and paul i can't really think of who i would think was on the left or right though i have to i'd have to like think about it more although what like yeah however, it's with, just like, not something i normally yeah. think about so i hadn't listened to the episode yet so i was like well i should probably listen to it before we do this podcast today 
So I started listening mm-hmm. to it and I thought I was going crazy for like the first 10 minutes because like they were talking about all the same exact things that they were talking about last episode. And it turns out, I guess somebody like, I, I guess <laughs> Gray like posted the old, like the last episode and then it went up and was downloaded into my feed because um, I deleted it and downloaded yes. it again and it was the right episode. So it was very confusing. I was like, I mean, I think I've heard all of this before, but uh but yeah, that was... You're like, this is really familiar. I don't yeah, understand. I think, I think I already have notes for all of this. Right, yeah. I use Overcast, yeah, yeah, and yeah, by the time I got to it, there were just two in my feed with the same title. And I was like, this is weird. Oh, wait, there's like a couple seconds different. Yeah. I assumed um, Gray made like a last minute cut or something, okay. or he, he just like wanted to edit something. But then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, this is clearly the previous yeah. episode. I think I kept the one that was like longer or something because like maybe they like forgot to put an ad in or something so i deleted one and i was like when i was listening to it i was like they had to have it had to have been some sort of mistake which is kind of impressive that they were doing episodes within 30 seconds i mean at least by chance sometimes but yeah yeah i have like fairly consistent time i think even though that's not really something they care about so with Paul and I, we've been trying to figure out how long we should do our episodes. We've landed on about an hour, but it seems like we only get through like follow up after like 45 minutes. So they've been tending to go a little bit longer. But yeah, I don't mm. know. That's interesting. Well, and the recording time is always going to be a lot longer. Um, I guess it depends on how heavily you edit, but you could probably cut your follow up down a bit if you do like yeah, a tighter. Yeah, we don't edit. edit them too heavily yet. Uh, and maybe as we get more listeners, we can focus on something like that. But I know that so Gray posted a while ago him edi- editing an episode. It's very intense, and from the sounds of it, it goes through lots of rounds. So he does, I guess, like a wide sweep, just kind of getting the conversation, like the ums and ahs, and I think the big stuff out. But then he does like more and more stringent sort of editing after like three as like three or three three passes or something like that. I just do the one pass. So Brady was talking a lot about like breaking his phone and stuff like that, which I thought was interesting. How are you with like, so I'm a strict no case person and I've been very lucky in like not breaking my phone. And I was just curious, are you somebody that breaks your phone a lot or do you, are you, do you really protect it or, cause I know lots of people that are just kind of like, they'll break their phone and they don't care or they'll break it or they just are, or they'll have like lots of like a very strong, like OtterBox sort of case. Um, I don't know. What kind of person are you with your phone? Uh, okay. So with my phone, I don't think I've ever broken one, but I have lost it a few times. Well, it was stolen once and then... <laughs> I dropped it once and it was lost for a while. Um, The time it was stolen, I just like set it down and I was like, I'll come back to it. And then it was gone when I came back. Uh, Real fun story. Were you just Uh, at school? Actually, I needed to like do a thing for a project and I was, we were making like a video project and I thought like, oh, for this scene in this video, I'll just like fall over on the ground, but I don't want to break my phone. So I put it here so it'll be safe. Um, what I didn't know was that that day was like uh, the day where they let the seniors just roam the high school so that they can practice for their like final project yeah. or whatever. So presumably someone just walked by and was like, oh, I don't see how anybody feels okay stealing a phone with like find my iPhone and stuff being a thing. I don't know. I'd be like, yeah. there's no way you're going to get away with it. So why even, I don't know. Yeah, this was this was an older iPhone, and maybe I didn't have that turned on at the time. But yeah, now nowadays, like it seems like it would be a lot more work than it's worth. Just recently, um, I dropped my phone while I was on the beach, and it slid. Well, it dropped out of my pocket, and then it slid down into the ocean before I noticed it was missing. How does one? How does and it slide I, on? I searched. Sand? Uh, it was the wet sand, so I guess it was smooth, mm-hmm. and it was like slightly um, like an inclined plane. Yeah, I, I searched for basically the rest of that week and finally gave up on it. And two weeks later, someone called me up. I don't know how they got a hold of me. I think they contacted someone at Verizon or something based on like the SIM card that was yeah. in the phone. It was very strange, um, but they, they managed to track me down and like mailed me my phone and it still works perfectly yeah. fine. Huh. I wonder if they found it like in the water. It was just like just under the shore and somehow survived. Yeah, they said it was underwater buried in sand. They saw like the corner of it sticking out from the sand and it was there for two weeks. So oh wow, I guess... The iPhone 7 claims of being waterproof are pretty that's authentic. Insane. I like, because that's salt water. I would imagine it would start just corroding at some point after two weeks. Yeah, I don't know if the sand helped it, like the fact that it got yeah, buried. It's but... like the mosquito, like stuck in amber. But your iPhone yeah. 7. 
but I've never cracked it, so I guess I have a, a Brady record as far as that yeah, is concerned. No longer, Brady's broken that streak. The one, the one time mm-hmm. I've broken my phone is. Um, I was visiting my nephew. He's um, He was like five at the time. And he like ran up and gave me a hug and I had my phone in my hand and he knocked it out and it shattered the screen. It's like, well, you can't, be, you can't really be mad about that. But that was the one time it's broken. But um, aside from that, mm. I've had was a pretty clean a, record. Was it in a case? No, I don't know. I just really don't like the feel of cases. Um, I just like the look of the phone and I feel like the case obviously blocks that. So I always just kind of, I, I just never use a case on my phone. There was a little time where i used like dbrand skins it was maybe the iphone 6 just because it was like especially slippery but i guess my philosophy mm-hmm. is i'll use no case until it breaks and then i'll put like a dbrand on it just to cover up any cracks unless of course it's the screen otherwise why cover it up i don't know that's just how i do it the way phones are these days, it's not it's not that big a deal if it breaks. Most people, I feel, either have some kind of replacement plan or have like an old phone they can use temporarily or are like about to get an upgrade or something through there. It's just smartphones. I mean, I I mean this 100% like honestly, I've met homeless people with smartphones yeah, before. So like they they're just they're um disposable right. to some extent and just the, the way our society yeah, is now. Especially um, with So it it makes sense that you wouldn't if you don't like the feel of a case, it's just not yeah. worth it. So many people are getting a new phone every year. And then, like, the ones that don't, most of those are getting a new phone every two years when their, like, upgrade is eligible. So they're just, like, getting rid of Mm -hmm. them on eBay or, you know, whatever it is for super cheap just to, like, get them off their hands. I always have whatever it's called, the, like, protection program from Apple, Apple Care. So any, any, like, big cracks or anything, I just go get it replaced and it's usually really easy. Yeah, if you have Apple Care, then that's just, like... That's in place of a phone yeah, case. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. And it feels much nicer. Yeah, I guess. So Brady, I guess, went to the Genius Bar to get his phone fixed and wasn't super happy about his experience. But every time I go, I just like, obviously, when I have Apple Care, but like, even when I had like my AirPods mess up, it's every time I have any issues, they just give me a whole new thing of whatever it was. So I've, I've always been super happy with Apple How Care. How are the AirPods? Apple is my favorite thing apple's made up until the iphone 10 iphone 10 i just Hmm. really really like but the airpods are just something that i'm always listening to podcasts um or music or whatever it is so having like audio is like a constant thing for me so i'm constantly using them and it's so much better than wired headphones at least for me because i don't know the wire is just always in the way or i can like walk around the house and i don't have to like pick my phone up or i can walk around work or whatever it is i don't need to make sure that i'm also like three feet away from my phone how's the battery life on them pretty good this last week was the first time i've ever run out of battery where i actually like needed it and i've had them since they came out so as long as you're Mm -hmm. on like some sort of charge you know cycle it's fine and they charge pretty quickly but at least for me i'm always just using one at a time so whenever one dies i've at least got a full charge on the other one which is i believe it's like maybe five to eight hours or something like that Mm -hmm. so whenever i have one that's dead i'll switch to the other one and i've got you know eight hours left which will last me the rest of that day and i'll just charge charge then but aside from that i try to just charge semi-regularly like every you know three days or something every two or three days because that's that's the one thing i've had with um the one problem i've had with bluetooth headphones is like it's always really annoying if they die like you know the phone is still charged or the laptop's still charged but suddenly my headphones don't work anymore it's like that's never a problem with wired yeah like i said the one it finally did die for the first time i've had since i've had them um this past week and it was super inconvenient and i was very annoyed by it but Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still just really like them. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah. If I ever get some money, that might be something uh, I look into. Yeah. <laughs> because hopefully my, they have like my lightning headphones um, that, that came with the phone finally gave out. I, oh, really? Yeah. Well, I had washed them a couple of times. <laughs> a couple of times. And uh, they finally, I think, actually one ear might still work, but that's annoying when you have a whole like two ear headphone, but only one ear is working. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ho- hopefully like... They, because I know there's a new one coming out that's got the Qi charger built into the case, and maybe hopefully they do some other upgrades as far as communicating with the phones and like switching. Because the one problem I do have is like switching between devices. Usually there's some sort of hiccup in between. If you're just connecting to the same device over and over again, it's always fine, but switching back and forth like different laptops and stuff can be annoying. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is 
hopefully a new one comes out this year or like Q1 of next year and there's just like a big flood of used ones on ebay and stuff yeah from where i'm from in kentucky they're like not super common but walking around seattle like everybody's walking around with airpods it's it's kind of surprising yeah i've only seen i'm i mean i'm in a small pretty small town but I've, I've seen like one or two people with them in the wild and it's just it's always funny um just because it's it does stick out a little bit because they're like white and um, yeah not connected to like wires and i don't know yeah I would prefer them to be black, I think. Yeah. Be a little more Or just have some kind of choice. Yeah, yeah. I know that they have, like, there are companies that will paint them and stuff. And then there's, like, the things that you, like, hook them to the AirPods and it looks like a wire. I don't really get why you would do that, but that's a thing, too. That seems like that's taking away one of the main features. Yeah, I don't quite get why anybody would buy that. I've never seen people use them, but I've seen several of them advertised. But I've seen people use like other wireless headphones. Obviously, they're like the wired wireless headphones, like wired between each other. But then I've seen other ones that are like individual, same way the AirPods are, but they're like so big. So those are like usually black, but they're like even more noticeable because they go like, like if you're looking at like the profile of somebody, they're sticking like so far out off the side of their head it's very distracting right but like being able to i don't know i guess you could use siri and stuff but you just feel like a special agent or something at all times when you're like tapping it or talking to siri or you know (laughs) pausing things i don't know i do like it yeah i'll definitely have to to get some at some point either the new ones when they come out or some of the old ones when they're the price goes down yeah so i guess gray and brady were talking about google duplex kind of this um you know the the siri i guess i don't know what they call it okay google um that's like making restaurant reservations for them and like pretending to be a human and adding in the ums and ahs which i thought was like a fascinating sort of example that they showed i don't know how do you feel about talking to machines that aren't clearly machines like adding in ums and ahs how do you feel about this whole like kind of weird future of you know kind of um, passing the Turing test specialized conversational machines. I feel like it could be a little annoying on the user's end. I mean, if if the machine is is flawless, then I don't know that it would, you know, you wouldn't find out. I, I feel like it would be annoying if you are like 30 minutes into a conversation or something and then suddenly, or like ten, five minutes, 10 minutes into a conversation and then suddenly like you say something and the machine just gets confused and it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? And then you like suddenly realize you're talking to a machine. Like, yeah, I feel like that would upset, some, upset people. Yeah, just like getting stuck in some like endless conversational loop with a like a dumb smart machine i'm like yeah kind of i don't know i guess it depends on the use case so like in brady's example where i mean that was he was talking about like talking to an amazon customer service person that was for sure like a real person they don't have like robots doing that but Mm -hmm. like if it if they had like robots in that scenario doing those things those would be like customer support like faq type stuff i think is a good use of them but like they've got to be smart and they've got to be like good at it there's like nothing infuriates me more than calling a place and it's just like all like press one press two press three like for different things going through this kind of like choose your own adventure of like endless unhelpfulness (laughs) yes like that drives me so crazy there's a website that like tells you the quickest way to get to a person i forget what it's called i have to like re-google it every time like sometimes I'll use that or like earlier this year I had to like talk to, I had to like call the IRS and like every time I'm like just on wait for hours I don't know I like yeah these customers we'll get that website in the, sh- in the show notes if we can um yeah yeah I'll try and find that but like those scenarios would be would be really great they were talking about having them used for spam and that's like another one of my like huge pet peeves is spam calls. Yeah. Like there's a point where I was getting like six spam calls a day. I now use this thing called Nomo Robo. It's an app for um, iOS and it kind of has its own directory of like spam numbers. And I'll check sometimes and it's still blocking like four calls a day, but quality of life has gone up like exponentially and it's like $10 a year or something. But at least I think it's really worth it because that stuff's really annoying. And sometimes they'll still get through and it, it, it kind of depends what kind of like mood I'm in. And sometimes I'll like answer and like talk to them and just kind of like mess with them, just see how long it can go on. But most of the time it's just like, don't, don't bother me with this, please. Yeah. Mostly it's just annoying. And feels so invasive. Yeah. My dad actually still has a house phone or like a, a, like a home phone, which I know is, is rare these days. 
but last time I was at his house, I want to say like every 15 minutes or something. It was just some spam call. It was ridiculous. I should have been keeping a tally. It's just too much. It gets to the point where you just want to like unplug the phone. No one important is calling the home phone anyway. Like Gray was even talking. So Gray was talking about how like when he gets calls from these things, his like fuse is much shorter on like what he's willing to put up with. And like mm-hmm. the spam calls, especially, I definitely feel that to where like, even if it is a person and it's like, I can't think of like, I'm I'm trying to like get out of this conversation or I can tell that like they're going to like really try and sell me on something but there's no way out of it like it's the one time where I feel like okay with just like hanging up on somebody mid-sentence yeah you're just you're just spamming so many people and especially if you get to like this like google duplex type level where you can just individually spam thousands of people at the exact same time and like no human effort required I just don't feel bad about hanging up on people in that situation yeah you you can't feel bad about hanging up on them like they're not worried about it they're just gonna call the next person on their list right if anything you should feel worse about like wasting their time if you like if you sit there and listen to their whole spiel and then hang up on them it's like well now both of your time has been wasted (laughs) might as well just hang up on them right away yeah that's true like i always get these calls for like congratulations you just been approved for like a fifty thousand dollar business loan like how many of these can i be approved for can you can at least make it a little different or it's just so frustrating getting these all the time i don't understand how they like get any business from this Mm -hmm. it must work some very small percentage of the time yeah just kind of sad there's a reply all episode that talks about um i don't remember all the details but apparently there's something happening with phone routing to where there's like companies that own like old cell towers or something that calls need to be routed through and they get paid for every like minute or something that somebody uses that route and they're they'll call people and in reply all they invest they like really like investigate this but it's like it's just like the most random weird noises or like just kind of like ambient noises that just to keep people on the phone as long as possible it may be like somebody talking really low to where you can't really hear them or it just sounds like it's like somebody butt dialed you or something but it's like purely meant just to keep people on the phone for as long as possible so they get paid that like routing fee which is just Mm. like purely a waste of everybody's time but it's i don't know it's a whole it's a very interesting episode though yeah i don't where is that money coming from no idea no idea like who but they, i get that they want to route it through a thing so that they get paid but is that like is that government funded is it on the person who is answering the phone that doesn't seem right yeah i don't know if it's like somehow they're getting like the cell carriers have to pay something to use it or something i, I don't really know how it works but mm. um i'll try and find the episode and we can put that in the show notes too but um it's a very interesting thing not to like plug another episode and <laughs> another podcast on the hello internet um fan podcast but you know it's good yeah, I mean, if if there's anything this podcast stands for, it's um, it's not plugging other podcasts. I mean, we wouldn't do that. No <laughs> I, other podcasts I, allowed. Only this one. I don't even listen <laughs> to the other podcasts. I don't listen to anything else. It's just just hell or an internet. CGP Gray, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> only two Tims talking here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything from the episode that uh, jumped out at you or anything? I guess. I'm trying to remember what was in that episode and what's just in my brain. Yeah. I guess there's the the left and right thing. Uh, like who's sitting on who? Who's uh sitting on what side? Yeah, and there was the pony painting parties. Do you have any opinions on <laughs> pony painting parties? Uh. That stuff really gets on my nerves, but I guess it's for the same reason that Gray was saying. It's like it's not so much the painting; it's that the fact like the ponies are there at all. Like I'll take my dog to get like groomed or something, and they're advertising these things where they'll like paint a star on your dog's butt or something for ten bucks. It's like who is doing this and and why? It's like so it seems so ridiculous, but I don't know. It's yeah. hard to get, guess this think of it like the painting itself I guess as abusive. It doesn't seem like it really is because I, that pony has no idea. Or the dog has no idea. But I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but it's it seems very, very weird to me. Like, it should not be happening. Yeah, it's a weird line, because there's, there's obviously, like, things where an animal's, like, safety or, like, consent is, like, important. And then there's yeah. there's things where it's, like, we have deemed it as, like, not important. Like, does your dog want to be on a leash or, like, get groomed or like whatever yeah it's like that, that's not deemed as like uh it doesn't matter what your dog thinks like you put it on a leash and you, you can get its haircut if you want to like but then there's other things like obviously you know you can't just abuse your animals so that's something like 
painting like yeah. with, with you know safe like chalk paint or whatever it is is somewhere in the middle there it's just strange yeah there's like you know there's some spectrum and for me the chalk painting is like past the line of acceptability but i guess you're right like even like walking on a leash or grooming them or you know any of these things you could argue that that's on the other side of the spectrum also but dogs are in i guess in a unique position because they were like co-evolved with humans and like dogs wouldn't even exist if they weren't kind of created by humans so that's like a whole weird relationship where there's kind of this built-in dependency that like something like a horse Mm -hmm. doesn't quite have even though that it's still like highly domesticated in in most cases yeah i i feel like i I feel like it would be i feel like it would be up to the dog and the owner like if you're a good owner i feel like you could get a sense of if your dog is enjoying this activity or not it's the same with like people who dress up their dogs in like halloween costumes it's like if they really don't like it then then you should probably not do it and it's like if they're chill and they're fine with you dressing them up and stuff then it's like that's fine. Like you probably know them best. So yeah. Um, with the pony, I'm not sure, but I also don't know that much about ponies and <laughs> how they act. Uh, uh, I was told that you were a pony expert, so I I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you even accepted this. But yeah, there's like a point of like turning your dog and or pony into like decoration, which is just like that makes it more weird than a leash. I saw here that yeah. you guys were talking about the Logan Paul KSI fight. I'm curious if you have thoughts on that. I know that wasn't in the Hello Internet podcast at all, but that just, I think that happened yesterday. It happened very recently, if not it happened this weekend at least. Do you have any thoughts on that? Thoughts on what? The Logan Paul uh, KSI fight from this weekend. I don't know what that is. Oh, I saw you and Jay were talking about it in one of the uh, show notes. Oh, yeah, channels. he was saying it was something we should discuss, but I still don't know what it is. Would you like to explain it to me? Sure. <laughs> I hate that I even know what this is, but I watch a lot of PewDiePie and he talks about it. H3H3. So Logan Paul and KSI are both these kind of... I know Logan Paul is from Vine. I don't know any... I don't know very much about KSI, but they're both vloggers from what I can tell. Logan Paul is very controversial because he's like so obsessed with the vlog and he's got an audience of like a bunch of like 10-year-olds. And he's, like, doing these, like, crazy things. Like, the most notable is he went to the suicide forest in Japan and, like, filmed a dead body. Was, like, mm-hmm. excited about it. That is the one it. thing I've heard his name from. Yeah, he just, like, does lots of attention-grabbing, like, awful stuff. Like, very disrespectful stuff like that all the time. But he's also known for like his merch he's very just like an opportunist and i guess you could argue like a good businessman in some way because they sell like everything is about selling merch so they do rap songs like they're doing lots of very cool interesting things like different than classic youtube to like monetize their channel where it breaks down for me is like they're manipulating kids and they're like they're doing these things but they're the audience that they have they're like kind of brainwashing and like tricking them into doing all these things like by buying their different merch for whatever reason not super important but the fight part is um their next venture of you know money grab is this like boxing fight from what i can tell neither of them are boxers i think ksa might might be trying to be a boxer but um spoiler alert it was a draw so if he's trying to be a boxer and he lost to Logan Paul, um, doesn't seem like that's going to work out well for him. But, you know, they had this big fight and they, um, you know, they've just been like advertising it for the past few months. It's been kind of everywhere on like various different YouTube channels, people talking about this. And it's it's all very cringy. I just kind of saw it in the channel. We don't have to talk about it too much, but it's also interesting, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's the part of the Internet that I'm perhaps the part of the Internet that I- that I'm least interested in is like rightfully so yeah there's like people that are like very there's like a whole YouTube drama section of the internet that I also try and stay away from but when it like crosses into like meme territory it becomes like kind of funny so like some I'll, I'll come across it in some cases like once things cross into like the more meta just kind of making fun of the thing rather than being interested in the actual thing i don't i don't know it crosses into my ch- yeah. stuff every once in a while though i i guess i've been a little bit disconnected from uh, the main places where people meme i haven't really been using social media much lately but yeah yeah any any like internet celebrities that are just purely attention seeking and like i don't know how to how to word what i'm thinking right now yeah but yeah 
So you were saying your what what are kind of your social media habits? I guess I'm curious about like do you use I guess I'm assuming you use YouTube and stuff definitely podcasts that which I guess isn't social media at all but what what kind right. of stuff do you use? Yeah, I mean YouTube and and Reddit. I used to use Tumblr more, but I'm I'm kind of not using that so much. Reddit, but primarily <laughs> hello internet yeah. subreddit at this point. Are you like known on the not, subreddit? Uh, slightly. Perhaps I I was That's cool. trying to start a comic uh, with my friend and it, we just got kind of too busy to to do it, so it went on an unannounced hiatus. Which, if I'm talking about it being an unannounced hiatus on a podcast, I guess this would be an announcement. Yeah, maybe I'll bring it back at some point. A comic, um, you said? Yeah, it was um, called Timix because it was just the word Tim and comic put together. Yeah, that's cool. Um, if you go on the Hello Internet subreddit and search, you can see it. I think we did like six. So you did it together with somebody? What was, were you both, was somebody drawing, somebody writing the story? Yeah. Or how was that? Yeah, I was um, writing and directing, I suppose, as much as you can direct a comic. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool, though. And then I've... another Tim was illustrating. Do you also listen to Cortex at all? Yes. You listen to Cortex? I'm assuming you do because you just asked that question. <laughs> yeah, I like Cortex a lot. I started a like Cortex. We called it Cortex work, or I called it Cortex Working Group. It was a Slack channel. Um, it's it's died off more recently, um, but it was really popular for a while. Like very active, at least there were maybe like not very many people in there, maybe like thirty or so. But it was very active for a long time, and uh, I don't know. It's kind of died off lately. That's kind of the biggest involvement I've had besides my previous episode of, episode of Two Tim's Talking and then I guess the spinoff podcast that we've done uh, with what I've done with Paul. I do use Discord a lot late, or I have been lately. Yeah, I use Discord a lot for like cryptocurrency stuff. For what? Uh, like cryptocurrency stuff. So um, it's like a good place to just have conversations about different cryptocurrencies. I'm also in one for like Seattle to like learn about events and stuff. I'm in another poker one, but oh. of probably like the 10 that I'm in, seven of them are different cryptocurrencies. Yeah. I At some point I should explore more uh, Discord servers. I currently not in very many, mostly the unofficial Hello Internet Discord and then like some just belong to people I've met on there. They've invited me to. Is the Hello Internet one pretty active or? Yeah, it's got over a thousand members, but I would say maybe there's 50 or, or less that are like active. Yeah. But it's a, it's a cool place. Because I'm in one for, so CG Gray has a Slack server, which I'm, or not Slack, but Discord server. That's, I guess, an official one. I don't know, it's through his Patreon, but it's not super active. Like there were three things today. And it was, it was somebody said, did McCain die? And two people said yes. Like, there's no real actual conversations going on in here. It's just, like, random stuff every few days. But Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm in that one. Um, that is for Gray's. Yeah. That only exists for Gray's um, streaming. Oh, that's um, for so streaming. Have you, okay. Yeah, have you watched any of his, his uh, CGP play? It's really, like, his main job. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the podcasting is more like a side gig for him. <laughs> he's, uh, he's very serious about his streaming. I need to look this up. So a a little while ago, I was subscribed. Every so often I'll like audit my everything that I'm doing and just like unsubscribe and stop using things. And I guess this crossed the threshold of me unsubscribing from, but because uh, it didn't look very, like didn't look like he was, he was posting there. Oh, I am still subscribed. Okay. Yeah. He's, he did a test recently and he said he would be back within the next six months because mm-hmm. he's planning on playing american truck simulator um while he or i assume he's gonna play american truck simulator again but he he said he was planning on doing a stream after his next video goes up okay so so it could be any any time in the next 10 years yeah it could be tomorrow it could be like you know five months from now who knows yeah yeah about a year ago i watched him play um the truck simulator yeah i'm looking now it looks like he hasn't posted in eight months maybe that's why i thought i unsubscribed but i didn't know that this server was for um his streaming so i'll have to, I'll have yeah. to stay tuned i suppose yeah there's um there's a channel which is hidden now but it's only there when he's streaming and 
you have to be at like a certain Patreon level to be able to talk in it. Oh, okay. It's just so he can have a chat that is like somewhat legible, I guess. Yeah. Because if you just do the regular YouTube chat, then it's just chaos and there's too many messages at once. Yeah. Paul and I were talking about this last week, like how there is no good streaming chat. Like there's there's this threshold in chat rooms that where they're either too boring, um, there's like a very narrow like sweet spot, and then it's just like too much to keep up with like there's got to be a mm. better way to handle chat that's like not nothing but not complete chaos i don't know what the solution is i but... feel like you should randomly select some people in the chat to be in like a separate chat that the streamer can can look at so it's less people so it's more like you can have a conversation yeah almost like a radio show that takes callers you could you know allow like 20 people or or like five people or whatever could have a dial that you let this many people into the the stream chat and then everyone else is in like the the watching viewer chat i guess people would would be disappointed when they weren't selected i don't know yeah there could be like like i guess kind of like you said where there's some sort of lottery to where people are just randomly added to a chat and that the streamer actually sees and then maybe that cycles through to like adding and removing people maybe mm-hmm. as they engage and if someone's or... like just being obnoxious you can just kick them and it'll randomly select someone else and right or like implement some sort of like reddit voting i think system. that would give you the ability to communicate a little bit more with your audience or if there's some sort of voting system to where like once there are like a thousand people in a chat room it'd be be kind of cool maybe if there was some sort of like voting system or something to where like throughout all chat rooms you're maybe you kind of gain karma maybe like it's kind of like reddit to where anytime you turn into a stream People can like up or down vote your vote, your messages or your comments. And the higher your kind of karma gets for live streams, the more you're picked for like the like stream viewable, like conversation room or something like that. And if you have lots of like, if your total karma is in the negative, you're just completely hidden from everybody. But there's got to be some sort of like algorithm in something like that that could make yeah. the conversations um, in these streams better something like that maybe yeah i would love i would love something like that if only i could re- just so i could have a way of rewarding someone for making funny comment because i've yeah i've i don't use twitch much but i've like dabbled in it once or twice and i've seen big chats of of people where these comments are just scrolling by fairly quickly like i feel like most of them are getting ignored but occasionally i'll see one and be like, oh, that's actually a really funny joke that that person just made. It's like, I wish I could just, like, upvote them. Yeah. <laughs> there's got Yeah, because there's also, like, the thing where because it's going so quickly, you're not able to read everybody's comments. So you get the thing where people are just, like, putting lots of emojis or lots of, like, something really noticeable. And then their message and then, like, another big line of, like, periods or exclamation marks or whatever it is to kind of put a big box around their message. And then they'll post it, like, six times. But it's what that's all that's doing is making the chat more and more useless. People are posting the same things that each message is taking up five times more room than it needs to. And it's just like yeah. causing this sort of feedback loop of just awfulness. I feel like there's I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like why has there not been more kind of innovation in that sort of area? There could even be like tiers of chat. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, everyone who has like a thousand plus chat karma is in like this this chat and then it's like everyone who has a hundred plus is in this chat um and then if you're the streamer you can choose which chat you want or if you want to pull up multiple ones yeah or you just set a limit like just show me everybody in the same chat that's above 500 or show me everybody but just hide anybody that's negative and then you could figure out what is like the correct based on the correct thing to set it to based on like your audience you know, if you set set it to like 500 plus and then you only have one person in the chat, you're like, oh, I'll just lower it a little bit. We've got to send this episode to somebody high up in YouTube. Maybe Gray. Maybe Gray knows somebody. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is how um, YouTube could really uh, gain some ground on Twitch. Yeah. For like, as far as streaming is concerned. YouTube's definitely like dominant in like the video platform, but I feel like streaming, Twitch has got a pretty good hold on that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I think that would help uh, move people over 
but I think where Twitch especially has an advantage is just in the culture of Twitch and like the culture of YouTube are so different. People are, you know, they're a lot more, at least like in the comment section, a lot less useful comments on YouTube than Twitch. So hopefully, like maybe YouTube does something and they could hopefully get that advantage, but I kind of want, I guess this is coming from the guy from Amazon, but I, I, would, I would rather Twitch kind of went out in the long run just because. Yeah, but it's it's something where there's actual competition. Yeah. So you would think that they would be trying to innovate their chat. Yeah, like you could YouTube could do it and then people would be like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm going to switch to start doing streams on YouTube." Yeah. Because the chat is better. And then, you know, Amazon would scramble and immediately like come up with their own version and it would be slightly better instead of just having these like terrible chats that scroll by too fast and and i know there's some things where you can like set a limit on it so it just is slow yeah but that's not the same as like being able to have a conversation with like an individual that's in the chat i don't know i i agree with you that that it's um it's not a great system yeah youtube has anywhere right now youtube has everything else on their platform monopolized i guess though except streaming so it does make some sense for them to want to focus on that. But I don't know that they that they are necessarily. It seems like they're just messing around, messing with the same, like, what was the, the subscription tab recently? like? Oh, yeah, like reorganizing the, subs- the subscription tab. I would really, that would really throw off my whole system if they did that. So the last interesting thing that I wanted to talk about here was the Space Force logos. Did you, like, take a look at those at all? Yes, I looked at it while I was looking to the episode. I think they're all kind of terrible. Yeah. Um, For, like, a military logo. I think they're good design-wise, but most of them look like they're, like, a logo for Space Camp or something. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, I agree. And then, like, the bottom right one, I think they kind of nailed it, what they were thinking, but I was just thinking it looks, like, as far as being a propaganda poster for space travel but like why so specific about mars especially for like a military sort of thing and that assumes we're like i don't know i feel like if this is going to be all of space i just i'm just confused on why they're doing mars and the other one has the moon i feel like it should be more broad yeah just like space yeah those those ones are definitely too narrow yeah Um, and then the meatball one that's just kind of like that's just lazy and like not i feel like military and nasa should stay separate like they shouldn't be getting closer and closer they should kind of like stay separated the second one that with like yeah. the in the top right that looks like you know like a 13 year old made that i don't know how that even got in the in the picture here i did see one on the subreddit which looked pretty good do you have a link to that uh let me see if i can find it the second row second column one that's kind of like more of a badge that's i guess is my favorite one but i don't know i guess as with any like they're still stealing the nasa font and i feel like space force is just a bad name so maybe i can't get past that maybe if they got rid of the name in there they all look very generic though i don't think it should have the name in the in the logo i don't think it's necessary yeah It'd have to be like, it'd have to be the logo. Like if the name were like a Coca-Cola or like the worm logo for NASA, like if they could find something like that to do, then, you know, fine. But just like doing a logo and then slapping the name next to it or like randomly in there somewhere, it just doesn't work. Yeah, like I'm I'm okay with the font that is used in the... um in the first one and the fourth one where it's like it doesn't have the cross for the the a and like the p is almost like a question mark because it's not like fully connected but they just stole the worm logo font which i i guess i'm not a fan of them but if i I like that logo more than the meatball do you know do you know what i'm talking about with the nasa logo the old one uh no i'm not not really sure let me look up nasa logos uh yeah look up worm logo that's the one before the meatball. I'll send it. I'll send it in the. Oh, I see it. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're like reusing that font where I I guess that's kind of like I don't really want them to be to get I don't want the military and NASA to like merge into one thing. But mm. yeah, um, I do like this NASA logo a lot though. So if they were able to do something with the name the way that this is done with the name, you know, fine. That's that's okay. But there's the the um, one I found on the subreddit in the other channel sorry 
about that. Um, it's posted by Intro24. Oh, okay. I've been posting things on the wrong channel. Okay. I like that. They really spent, I mean, they really, they've got like the texture, like the threaded texture and everything down in this. So did he make this? Not mine, but the best one I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. Would you like to describe it? Oh yeah. So it's kind of a round sky with a like iconic kind of eagle, but the eagle in some way resembles kind of like um, the flight pen maybe that you would see like getting onto a plane or something. Like it's like iconized in that way. Um, and then there are stars in the background. There's a, it looks like a blue sky with the stars. And then there's a yellow ship orbiting the eagle. And then at the perimeter, there is another black kind of ribbon around it. Not ribbon, but like a black border around the whole thing that says United States of America. And at the bottom it says Space Force. But like this one has an actual kind of icon i guess like what the thing needs are the icon needs to be able to like have separate elements to that i think that this has like there's the logo in the middle that i feel like could be by itself um but then there's like the patch version um there could be a t-shirt version or a hat version being able to use the logo and lots of different applications is what's important in a logo and maybe even using just different elements of the logo in different ways i think is what like really that i really like about different logos but um where all the other ones are very generic looking kind of there are no elements it's all the one thing this one kind of like you know satisfies that for me i guess yeah exactly i feel like this this is like a seal right yeah like a state seal or just just a seal but the logo is within the seal and it's this eagle with the the yellow rocket with the trail going behind it um and that i think could could be used on anything and just really be associated with the space force yeah in the same way that like the star is the army right yeah yeah i don't know anything about the actual space force itself itself though i've only been look, looking into the logo stuff i don't know if we I don't... Um, I, I don't know that there's much information on that um, like it doesn't feel like it's a real thing i mean it seems seems yeah, inevitable you... that it would happen eventually but like i don't know just I, I don't really know. Do you feel like it's too soon? I don't know. I guess saying, I guess you would want to start some sort of military force before some big catastrophic space war goes on. Um, but even so, like as opposed to after something happens, but even so, I feel like it's, it's too right. early. I feel like it's, I don't know. seems like I can't get around it like, being nothing but a waste of money if it is even a thing and, and it's a bit sad too right space has always been a collaboration right yeah it's been like well i mean there's like the space race but there's it's, it was like a f- almost a friendly competition in a way obviously not very friendly but but peaceful you know it's like we're not gonna blow each other up we're just gonna like see who can do science the best like we're gonna see who can like explore and the idea of like turning space into just like a battleground is is a little sad yeah like it's always been pretty apolitical like even in that like the tensions with the u.s and like russia now they're like the u.s and russia are on the space station together still so it's it's always been kind of a separate thing it's like we're doing this thing like for the betterment of humanity and maybe we're leaving you know any like nationalist type views like leave all of that on earth and let's leave space just about like learning what's out here um you know and getting as far as we can like as a team of earth not as the team of whatever country yeah like the the international space station is not right like it's not america trying to control all the research that's being done yeah and like pointing guns at people whereas like announcing that you're gonna have a space force is a little heavy-handed i guess it's not like like directly a threat but it's like it it feels excessive like now space is no longer this kind of we're, do- we're doing this together and maybe i'm just ignorant in like what yeah. the threats are and um, which is entirely possible but it feels like there are like are there is there even is it even well, like a threat in space like what what is the reasoning for this I, I feel like it's just preemptive like it's inevitable so we're gonna have military in space before some terrorists start 
space program and start like sending missiles from space at, at yeah. us and so we have to be able to fight them it's like that's it's not happening anytime soon you probably just want to make a political statement about how you care about the military and think it's important yeah because that's it's ultimately what this is yeah i've always wondered and like this is purely like theoretical like it for the distant future but like say we colonize mars or the moon or like um europa we start colonizing different parts of the solar system and and like in thinking about mm-hmm. like teams, so like you are on like in your household, that's like a certain kind of bond. Then you've got kind of your neighborhood that you're kind of attached to. You've got your city, your state, uh, and then finally your country, maybe even continent. And so, like if you know, but mostly country. But then once you get out any wider right. than that, you're just at the world and you've got nobody to be against. So like I feel like what brings people close is like kind of being against somebody else. So when we like expand to other planets or just like bodies in the solar system will that unify earth in some way like will we then be earth like the team of earth and then the person that we're against are the other planets in which it's no longer really a threat because why do we care what people are doing on another planet i don't know i've been kind of interested in like yeah i mean that's that's like a classic thing in uh in sci-fi like especially i'm thinking about the movie independence day where there's like i don't know if you've seen that but there's some aliens and it's like a threat to all of earth and suddenly you know all the countries work together and they fight off the aliens but it's like the the idea of a threat unifying people together to like fight the common enemy is yeah i mean that's just that's how we think like i feel like that's just human nature and so yeah if we fully colonize mars and there's like two whole planets then i think to some extent there might be more peace on on earth because we would be more concerned about like oh those martians right. they're they're sketchy i don't know if we can trust them yeah we need to like just convince earth that the aliens are close and just that that's our that's the way we yeah. create peace yeah is the way we stop fighting we create peace by declaring war on an alien yeah. race and then we then we're like well why are we fighting we're humans and yeah. they're aliens it's like all right everybody uh area 51 is is open for business We've, and uh you can come in and see all the aliens and uh that's that's our new enemy uh humans are are great and also terrible yeah it's astonishing how dumb a majority of people can be of course nobody listens to this just podcast. as a group like yeah you you listening to this podcast we just want you to know that you're real dumb uh gil told me he thinks oh no um and subscribe okay google subscribe to yeah i can't i can't do that Yeah, I don't know. This this one's been all yeah. over the place, and I, I feel like... How are we on time? Uh, about an hour and 20 minutes, which I'm sure this can get edited down to, like, 50 minutes. Yeah, this is probably going to get edited down to, like, just the 20 yeah. minutes, and that'll be it. A short episode yeah. this week. Okay, do we want to go ahead and kind of wrap it up then? Because I think, like... I don't know. I feel like there's some good stuff in there. We can we, This can probably be good around, like... 45 50 minutes yeah this might just be a shorter episode uh i wish i had more to talk about but i I feel like i didn't have a lot of show notes planned yeah all right well that's fine how do these usually get closed do you know just end abruptly